Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Oh yeah, it's podcast time, ladies and gentlemen. And break out that body glide, cause you're gonna need it. Let me tell you something, Patrick the Hattrick is back from Charlotte, and he's smelling like burnt rubber. Yes, he is. My NASCAR man. Yeah, Pat. Now, Sexy Mike is over there, just trying to pose and look cool, but that's okay, man. Because no matter how you hang it, you're the man, Mike. You're the man. Now, if you're looking for moisture, we got the juicy man. That's right, baby. Jay is here to let it fly. And Mr. CK DJ himself, Dan O'Toole, is going to show you how smooth we get up here in the beautiful podcast room. That's right. And Mr. Featherstone, I feel like he's zooming in on me all the time. (laughs) I love that camera feel, baby. And I'm Engineer Jim, just trying to keep it sliding cool in the room. So Patrick, bring it on home to me, baby. Hit it. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Flesh tone rockets. Is that not a? That's you know, it's a. But you know, uh, I went to the doctor this week for a physical. My wife insisted that I get the old uh, prostate exam. My doctor's hilarious. So I'm just standing there naked, like my junk's right in his face. He just gets right into my junk. <laughs> He's got it. He's got to check it out. No, no, swing it right around here. Hey, just relax. Everybody's doing it. Why are pubes following me on that question? What kind of a society are we actually living in? Bolt. Foul ball. Fair. Foul Wow. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. It's number 69er. Six Niner of the podcast. I'm Dan. That's Jay. Glad you uh, could join us. And finally, I want to get this uh, right off the top. Joining the Canadian Wall of Fame. David Suzuki! This has been requested forever. I don't know why it took so long. Uh, This man's trying to save the world! Noted Canadian environmentalist. uh, Order of Canada. He's done it all. Host of the nature of things for so many years. He's uh, like probably 80 something. He's probably 120 years old. And he's old. produced like one bag of garbage for his entire lifetime. <laughs> he looks That's like. That's all he's done. He, he recycles like, everything. He looks like Gandalf. Suzuki. What a guy. <laughs> Gandalf Suzuki. Hey, don't forget the Jane Dan podcast is brought to you by Fox Sports Live every night on Fox Sports 1 at 11 o'clock Eastern and 1 a.m. Eastern. Tune in if you can. Suzuki. Classic. 79 Suzuki. years old. 79, looking great. See? Be nice to the earth. Look what it does to you. It's nice to you. I went to Ryerson with his daughter. I wonder what she's up to now. Karen, I wonder what she's doing now. Maybe she's saving the world, too. He went to my sister's college, Amherst College. Oh, (laughs) maybe they hooked up. I don't think they would have been the same time. No, but he was a professor, and she was a naughty uh, student. And I think his other daughter's name is Severin. Dr. Suzuki, I need... Good You're talking about a legend here. <laughs> Doesn't every college professor bang his students at one point? No. Like Animal House. Come on. If they aren't, they should be. I've never that. been a college professor, nor will I ever. No, you, the oh, nobody's arguing. Did we ever tell that story? <laughs> Did we ever tell the story when you went to speak to Durham College? Uh, and you suggested to like <laughs> the Durham College president. You said, "Hey, Dan lives right down the road. He should be a professor here." He's I've never spoken to the man. Then he sent me an email. He said, "You think you can just come here and teach at my school?" This is my first time here. <laughs> he sent me he eviscerated me in an email. I never contacted the man, yet he sent me this email. I should have kept it. Dan O'Toole here. I feel like you might be exaggerating. <laughs> no. No. 
So I, I sent it to someone that worked with him. They said, this is a joke, right? I'm like, no, this man sent me this email unsolicited. Mark this on your calendars was, with a big red star. I was just trying to get you a little extra scratch yeah. for teaching some kids uh, how to pl- uh, splice reel-to-reel tape or something. <laughs> yeah, don't ever suggest that to the head of Durham College. Whew. Yikes. Toolsy. Not happy. By the way, this edition of the Jay and Dan podcast, the old 69er, when we bury our faces in each other's junk, is going to be the fan mail edition. We have received so much yes. wonderful fan mail from all of you listeners we really uh, at jayanddan.com. So we're going to try to get through as many of them as we can, as many of them as we can. Top of the page, you, you, you click on the uh, send Jay and uh, Dan an email. Someone uh, offered a great suggestion. They said, you should have everyone that's on the Wall of Fame on your webpage. So we're going to work on that. We're going to get a soundboard up What's there. What's a webpage? <sighs> everything coming. We're coming up roses. All. We're going to get it going. All right, congrats. Don't know how to do any of that, but I'm sure it'll get done. DanDan.com. We'll do it. Uh, wondering if you could give a shout-out to the Portage Terriers of yes. the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. Won the National Junior A Hockey Championship this past weekend. Way to Good go, job, Portage fellas. Terriers. A um, couple of boys who play hockey here in Australia. DJ Jeremy from Australia. Can't get Nos down here. We've converted to Yerbs. Sexy Mike <laughs> is a stud. R.I.P. Patrick. Engineer Jim's the man. You boys are stars. Got some merch. It's brilliant. It took a month to get here, and the shipping was more than the shirt. <laughs> Serious <laughs> Sorry. commitment. Sorry, Australia. That can happen. Uh, one more quick, and I'm going to get this out of the way right away. Joanne Sheave from Morris, Manitoba, fighting brain cancer, triathlete, trying to raise money, uh, proceeds going to brain cancer research. The old record raising money was $12,500 in Winnipeg. Winnipeg Police Services involved. By the t- she's ra- she's raised twenty thousand dollars. Wow! So congratulations, awesome. Joanne. Great job. And okay. where can people donate? Is there a chance they can donate anywhere? I got nothing here, unfortunately. But if anyone wants to send her well wishes, at Joanne runs to eat. At Joanne runs to eat. All one word. So okay. send her some well wishes. There we go. And yeah, I wanted to read good. this one because uh, this one uh, this one's in for the email of the month. We'll send a gift package to uh, the, the email of the month. This is from Braden Fletcher. Hey, guys. Huge fan of the pod from London, Ontario. I am 16, and a few weeks ago I was listening to the pod in math class. I didn't notice the teacher come up behind me, and he tapped me on my shoulder. He told me to come see him after class. So at the end of the class, I came up to his desk, and he said... He is also a huge fan of the pod. So for the next five minutes or so, we proceeded to just bullshit about the pod. Just had to say thank you for making that a class I would never forget. Sincerely, Fletch. How great is that? Fletch, Chevy Chase. He thought he was going to get in from that old teacher. The podcast, bringing teachers and students together, just like David Suzuki and, and Sexy Mike's sister all those years ago. That's Second, probably how they bonded. Except at Durham College. Ooh. I will never forget that email. When you look at Dr. David Suzuki's facial hair and the hair on his head, you know those pubes. That's like a massive bush of pubes. And he, That's like an FTD bouquet of, of pubic hair down between his legs. Because if he's, if he's not wasting anything, there's no, no way he's trimming. No, because you'd have to throw that out. That's right. You can't throw your pubes away. That's, no, that's no. waste. You can probably compost those. Yeah, maybe you can. Can you compost pubes? Let's get Dr. David Suzuki on the phone. <laughs> this is our only yerba of the week, Jim. Yeah, we're uh, down to one yerba a week. I got to say, though, I got to say, like, it's, I'm getting used to it now. I'm weaning myself off the yerba. We've weaned ourselves off the nos. Pretty soon there'll be no energy drinks at all. My erections have returned. Oh. <laughs> had, had they dissipated? Yeah, they literally. Had. They were all gone. Wow. That's too bad. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> they're not sad. back. They're not back. So they're, you're still flaccid? Uh, Patrick, great to see you're still alive. Uh, people thought you were dead. We thought you were dead. That people... was great. So the event was on a Saturday, and you <laughs> went out three weeks before it started? <laughs> the All-Star Race in Charlotte? Got there on a Wednesday. So you went out a, went, so a week and a half before. Do you know how start. weeks work, Dan? Or... Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. My goddaughter's in Charlotte. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. But wait, Pat, so that was a vacation you were on? No. I was. I had to be there by Thursday night, so instead I went in Wednesday morning, and I spent Wednesday 
working while my friends were at work, spent the evening with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My goddaughter. This all sounds very suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. We yeah. would have loved to come. Thanks, Pat. Every time I go uh, to an event, I ask if you guys can come, and they keep saying no. Can, yeah. Who do you ask? Yeah. oh it's good to have you back okay uh we've been waiting to get to this i don't even know if you you knew this was coming up we found some vhs tapes from my time my time at fort mcmurray oh okay here we go uh do we have we have it yeah oh (laughs) all right that auction it's the oil baron's sweater auction going tonight at the nomad old liquor store and it's going to be a great night even if you want one of those Barron's jerseys from last season, you can put a bit on that. All the Royal Barron's jerseys are going to be there, but also for the ladies. There's going to be lots of jewelry there. In fact, we want to thank all of our local businesses that have contributed once again to I'm going to an auction at the liquor store who, to get who, jewelry? Who are you interviewing That's here? Guy Boudelier, our MLA. That's Guy? Yep. Why is he talking like that? That's how he speaks. He talks like it. He's challenged. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, did anyone else notice this? Yeah. That's not a normal speaking voice. Okay, let's. let's. <laughs> so we want to thank them. There's lots of jewelry and necklaces and different things like that are going to be part of the auction. So uh, hey, this is not just for the guys. There's lots of uh, lots of items there for both men and women, and also for youngsters, especially some of the things we've seen here today. Hey, Guy, you bring rubbing alcohol with you? I'll tell you what. Uh, Look at Tulsi's hair. Kit, but- That's pre-gray. That's right. No you, kids. You had no stress in your life. You were you were. You have a V-neck sweater and a collared shirt underneath. You're wearing sunglasses in a day that doesn't appear to be sunny at all. Come on. Okay, oh. well, we're on the record just a second. Oh, oh what's with those jeans? Well, let's... I'm Randy. What is... What's this now? What's that? I think that's a Shaw commercial. I think that's a commercial. Trouble making connections. With Shaw at home, you are always connected to the internet. No dial-up. Oh my god. We had no real commercials. There you go. No No, dial-up. No dial-up on Shaw. We're talking about 2000 here. We're talking about the year 2000. Boy, those jeans were definitely tucked into those boots pretty good. My roots boots. So here we go. We go in for a curling competition here. Uh, This is. Is this you or is this Guy? This is Guy. Good technique there for Guy. So there's some there's some tomfoolery here. Watch this. She's. Look at this. This is not this is not on the up and up. This is bullshit. This is. Good job. Okay, so Daniel, for those just listening, just watching uh, <laughs> E. Boudelier throw a rock. But watch this shot I've got coming up. Like, I could be in the briar. Boy, I, I just want to apologize to those <laughs> listening in your cars. Oh, wow, that's nice. There's my deli- Look at this. Talk about a takeout Seems shot. a little heavy. No, perfect. It's going to nail it, and look it. Oh, deflection. That's legal. <laughs> That's totally legal. Uh, can I just ask a question? What the hell is this, and why would you subject this to this? <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 we what waited was months that? for was this. Was that an actual show? That was on the record with Guy Boudelier. Oh, that was part of... On the, see, I thought On the Record was going to be like an interview show where you guys... No, nah, we started to get crazy. Yeah, you started to head out and... <laughs> Put on your sunglasses and your overcast Fort McMurray days. So, surprisingly, I sent that tape. That was on my audition tape I sent to Vancouver, and I got hired. Wow. <laughs> they must have been desperate. And that's how you became an air traffic reporter. No. That's when I went to um, City TV in Vancouver. Wow. They, so they liked your irreverent wackiness. That's right. That's my, what they appreciated. We're, I think we're done with Do we have another thing? No. Uh, is there... We're back. Welcome back to On the Record. As you can tell, we're at the Miskinaw Pro Shop now. We're inside and a pro shop said, at a golf course. You're going to give up curling no. and take up golf based on that previous performance? Whatever. And uh, <laughs> Scott Jurak, nowhere to be seen. 
Like you I know, said. Todd is the pro, and of course he delegates. And of course, delegating, right, he has, we have pro. here the assistant pro, uh, Brett McCumber. And Brett, of course, is no stranger to the media, as uh, of course the Today newspaper, Bob Nian, uh, in fact, uh, did a couple of interviews with uh, Brett. I think with, okay. uh, was that a big <laughs> birthday you had? Yeah, it was he, he sounds like he graduated in grade seven. <laughs> so tell me, are you giving tips? He's a professor at the University of uh, Alberta. How could that be? Absolutely, I think he was on range once. I did not get a chance to watch a swing. I was going to ask. What about Damn, that's enough. I didn't get a chance that's to watch it. I knew he bought the new club. So, I uh, tell you, it, it's really something. And and I assume on our the video portion of the pod, we will yeah, see. We'll see picture Dan. in picture. I mean, you guys will be blown away by by dark haired Dan. And by the way, a lot of gel in that hair too. Do you notice I'm taller than everyone in Fort McMurray? <laughs> you must have felt pretty. I was like a pretty, giant. Surprise! You left. Did <laughs> I felt pretty good about yourself. Well, yesterday you were, they made just, see, I don't understand, they made you stand next to Donnie Marshall, who's like my height, and everyone's commenting, but then before last week, they had you on the stools, it was perfect. Why don't they bring out the stools? Scalabrini's 6'9". Yeah. What bring a guy. up the stools. We got to get him on the podcast. Stoolsies. Yeah, we were supposed to have him on, but we, oh, we haven't even week. mentioned our guest today. Oh, Dontrell is Willis big. is on the pod this week. The D train. It's going to be awesome. He is our new uh, MLB analyst. He's been doing a terrific job uh, with us. Hey, Dan, here's one from Eric Danette. I'm a big fan of the pod and haven't missed an episode since the start. In June, I'll be traveling to California. Why are you guys so hard on Mike? All he's doing is trying his best. Lastly, whoever edits the pod, you're missing a few F-bombs at times. You might want to fix that, Mike. Love you guys. Keep it coming. So he, at one point, yeah. praises Mike and then destroys Mike in the same email. Story of my life. I love it. Thank you very much. And he much. did know who Eric edited Danette. it. Yeah, he yeah. knew. He was aware. So why ask? He was fully aware. Yeah. Uh, Shane Clausing. Hi, Jay and Dan. First of all, I love the pod. Been listening to it since the TSN days. Will you be at the World Cup in Canada next month? Us Canadians miss you guys. No, we will not be there. Your baby's going to be born. Maybe I'll go up. I'm going to be off, so I might go up. And why, don't you, why don't you go up and report in no Vancouver one's... or maybe Moncton or something? Maybe Patrick can talk to someone. Yeah, I'll <laughs> make that happen. Oh, Pat Ooh. is a little short. My with computer us today. just restarted again. Wow. Pat's not happy. No, wow. Pat's in. Not, Pat's in a mood. <laughs> How was the all star mood? There, there comes a time where it's not a mood. I'm just generally a depressed person. Okay, no. wow. You Should just got back from Charlotte. Yeah, they, they gave away a million bucks. The yep. world is your oyster. Great race. It was fun. How many sunsets on the beach? <laughs> this is a take to tweet. To put a smile on Pat's face. Oh, in the Redneck Riviera? Is that where that is? Charlotte? Yeah. Charlotte's not near a beach. <laughs> no. There's yeah, no that's beaches? Myrtle Beach, right? Oh, Myrtle Beach. Charlotte's inland. Oh, is it? Okay, yep. I wouldn't know. I've never been there. Okay. So the computer's gone. Boy, there. this is a terrible <laughs> podcast so far. Thanks a lot, you guys. Yeah. Mariel McAuliffe, just want to say <laughs> thanks for getting me a jug. At my school, it's like a detention. Whoa, By what? getting the drops into my daily vocabulary. I don't know what a jug means. I don't know what that's happening That's a here. detention. Also, during the last period of the day, for some reason, I start singing the Borofsky song. My teacher gets furious with me. <laughs> I try to tell him about the pod, but he won't stand for it. So I have to stand up for you, bods. Been listening to the pod for a while now and enjoy listening to it every week. One suggestion is to bring back Carissa Thompson for another great pod. I'm sure Engineer Jim will appreciate. Jim, yeah, absolutely, I Remember, would. How I cool love was Carissa. that? She was sitting on your lap. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was pretty good. We'll get Carissa back. Yeah. Uh, while we're she's awesome. She was wearing a terrific dress yesterday. While we're waiting uh, for Dontrell Willis, <laughs> six degrees of Engineer Jim. Sure, yeah, we let's bust it out. We got a letter right here. Oh wow. R.J. Ryan. It comes from R.J. Ryan. I uh, just want to say I love the podcast. I'm glad things have worked out for you in L.A. Cue the sound bite. His, his computer's not working. <laughs> we all miss you here in Canada. I was hoping I could submit my request for Six Degrees of Engineer, Jim. Mm. I have two, but if Ooh. you can only ask one on the air, that would be great. We're actually going to ask both of them, Jim. Okay. Wow. Here's the first one. I was wondering if Engineer Jim had any connection to the late legendary Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely, I do. Directly. Well, Ooh. almost directly. Okay. I like that. Um, yeah, I've worked a few times with Brian May. And so uh, uh, he was producing at one time, I don't know if they ever got married, but uh, uh, famous English actress Anita Dobson. 
who was on the East Enders, I believe oh, was the name yeah. of the show. Famous uh, yeah. soap opera. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brian dated her for a long time. I don't know if they ever got married or not, but uh, he produced an album for her. And uh, while they were in L.A. recording her record, um, I... Yes, that was awesome. Some technical problems here today. What was that? Who was that? Some smurf. (laughs) It was the sunset on the beach. Smurfette porn? (laughs) It's killing your computer there. No, Smiley, give it to me. Don't gangbang me, Papa Smurf. (laughs) There's more of us than there are of you, Smurfette. And we have to be satisfied somehow. We've got to reproduce. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) I think we always wondered about that. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, so anyways, uh, I got to work with him on the record, on, on Anita's record. So does he, quick question, like, does he contact you through management? Like, how does it happen right, so that, that, that particular one, uh, I was uh, a staff engineer at the record plant. The record And uh, we did that record at the record plant, and I was uh, one of the guys. How long were you on assistant. staff there? I was there for about five years. And how so, was Brian May as a person, oh, good guy? Just. Yeah. Cool Absolutely the coolest guy. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is a very cool thing about Brian. So he would always have a piano there, and uh, he, he'd have like an electric one kind of at the console or out in the studio. And whenever he would be working on all those stacked harmonies, like, you know, those queen stacked vocal harmonies, he would sit there and he would play find the harmonies with the piano he didn't do it with his guitar he would do it on a piano you know and he'd kind of find what intervals he wanted to move between and uh he didn't necessarily read music like in the proper sort of you know how someone would write a score read a score he kind of had his own shorthand right and it looked similar to how someone would write out the musical notes but he would kind of do it with like more like dots and dashes and lines and you know if the lo- if the note was going to be held longer he'd just do like a longer line and he'd do like it was like his own shorthand right. how he would write out the musical score it was awesome to to watch to see that's how the queen stuff got all put together yeah that is actually yeah that's very ever, very cool did you ever keep anything like that if you were in a recording session and, and everyone's gone would you like go take a, a piece of the music and I, keep it i yeah i have a few really cool keepsakes um from a number of really great sessions where you know uh, most of the time uh a lot of that stuff you'd keep with the session notes and the track sheets and stuff like that but you know if somebody was just googling and drawing their own sort of doodle uh picture of somebody right. or a silly stick figure or some lyric ideas that they would just throw away or whatever. Some of that stuff I keep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, a a broken symbol, something like that. They're going to throw away. I I might keep that. How the hell do you break a symbol? That must be tough. uh, Yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty cool stuff, yeah. Uh, Trent Reznor, who is Nine Inch Nails, uh, just turned 50. That's also from R.J. Ryan. That's also from R.J. Ryan. That's his second suggestion. Trent Reznor now scores a ton of movies. Yes. Yes! Um, Yeah. Yeah. They they opened for guns when uh, we were uh, touring in England. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, we played like Wembley Stadium or someplace like that, and they opened. It was like Nine Inch Nails, uh, I think Faith No More. Um, Skid Row. Wow. Yeah, what it a, was pretty awesome. I think bill. maybe even Soundgarden. I forget. It was a, some really cool bands. Yeah. Wow, what a bill. At Wembley. Yeah. That's Did, almost like the yeah. pinnacle, right? Like yeah. Wembley. It's like if you can fill Wembley like you're... Nine, in, nine Inch Nails and Guns get along? Yeah, they did. They at, did? At, at that time, they yeah. got along great. I, I don't know about now, but, you know, Axel was really... Uh, when Nine Inch Nails was just blowing up, Axel was... A huge fan of their music. He absolutely loved their stuff. And if um, you loved Nine Inch Nails, you loved 
nine inch nails. Like yeah, you're kind yes. of all in on them or you yeah. just weren't. That was, and I mean, I him. think it's that's how they got on the tour. You know, yeah. you know, Axel was like, hey, you know, he was a huge fan. He thought they'd be a great mix with, with the other bands. So. Hmm. That's very yeah. cool, man. Look at you. Yeah, you know, yeah. just a couple of things Not here and there. Not too shabby for R.J. Ryan. Congrats, R.J. Ryan. Oh, uh, by the way. And I will add yeah. that I got to play my guitar through Brian May's guitar rig, which was a very cool thing to do. He yeah. told me to bring my guitar down the studio and jam with him. That's not too bad, and right? And I, I got to do that. Speaking that of music, a really Jim, cool I think thing to do. We're that in for a, cool. a little treat yeah. here. Colin O'Neill sent us a, a tweet. <laughs> this is a catchy tune. It's actually a Wendy's training video. <laughs> but I was humming this song all day yesterday. I saw it. You did. Oh, this you're in for a good. treat. Sexy enough. Water, cold tea, it's up to you, it's up to me. Cold drinks come in four cups, gotta know the size before you fill it up. Biggie, medium, small, kids meal, keep it straight, it's a good deal. Use the scoop to fill with ice, never use the cup, take my advice. But soft drinks fill the ice halfway, no matter the size, that's what I say. Tilt the cup and push against the lever, keeps the foam down now, isn't that clever? If there's still foam, let it settle down, don't pour it off or your boss will frown when you reach a losing money there from the top that's where you want to stop if the customers say they want to stay put the drink on the left hand side of the tray if the order's to go put the lid on tight make sure it pops to do it right then hand that drink to the coordinator and tell the guest you'll see him later This is amazing. This rules. Wendy's soft drink training video. Amazing. You're the one that can make the difference. For lemonade, things stay the same. Half full with ice. I said it again. Ice tea is when it really goes up a notch. It's coming up. Water is a courtesy to our guests. Use a small cup, you know the rest. Now it's time to serve cold tea, but the ice is different. Listen carefully. Instead of half full, fill it all the way up to the top of the cup. Add the tea, and if they ask for a lemon, put it here. Now that's a given. Cold drinks, that's all there is to it. Go ahead and try. I know you can do it. And fade out. Abrupt ending. But Amazed. a real nice breakdown in the middle. She had a beautiful voice. I think she must have uh, Janet Jackson's producer on that. That sounded very, like, Black <laughs> cat yeah. Very Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis-esque. Now, why fill it all the way up uh, for the iced tea? Good question. I'm not sure why. Does the iced tea cost more, so they want to keep the cost down? I don't think you can really water iced tea down as much. Do you, I guess you don't taste the difference as much? Oh, maybe. I, so they're basically saying they're cheaping out. Are, are they using Dick. Are they using hot brewed tea, pouring it over ice? Doubtful. No, I doubt no, it. I mean? doubt it, but I, it's a good question. I, I doubt it. Things well, you just have to Google. That's where the big profit. <laughs> that's where the profits are. Just have to In the uh, fast food industry. The Pat's soft back. Soft drinks, exactly. That's where they make their coin. Hey, yeah, uh, Patrick, yeah. do you have this uh, Laura Secord pudding commercial as well? Uh, I haven't yes. seen this yet. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. I think this uh, is we've gonna... talked about Laura Secord. It is the um, it is the candy of choice in Canada. So you go to a mall, you go to the Laura Secord, you get oh, your there's chocolates, and then I oh, talked about the fact that there was there was puddings. Uh, there was uh, puddings in a little cup, and you took them to school. And uh, those hot puddings, I believe they made a commercial for it. Ooh. And here it is. This. I never knew I liked yogurt as much as I liked pudding until they called it. Laura Secord? How do you know? I never knew I liked pudding as much as I liked yogurt until they called it. Laura Secord? She knew too. I never knew how many people never knew that their favorite thing is dessert. So my favorite too. Laura Secord? Who makes anything better? We, we never, never knew. knew. Yeah. You guys have the best candy and desserts in Canada (laughs) in the world. We have great candy and desserts. Oh, (laughs) speaking of which. Dan, that's classic. Tragic text. That's a classic toolsy reaction. Tragic text from my sister this week. Speaking of candies and desserts, my sister Carolyn, she 
she texts me from Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. no more Smarties in the blizzards. Why? I don't know. Maybe DQ can contact us. Maybe it was just at that one branch they said, no, we don't carry them anymore. Maybe. Uh, so was there a falling Nestle, out? Nestle, maybe Nestle is taking their products out of there. They said, f*** you guys. I said switch to score and you'll never go. You can't go wrong with a score blizzard. No. Do you guys have score chocolate bars down here? No. 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 It's like a it's like a toffee, hard toffee covered in chocolate. Heath basically. bar, actually. Delicious. I think we call them. Is that? No. Yeah, we're it's called the score. Good. Wow. Can we point out how similar tight- it's Heath bar? <laughs> Is Dan wearing a child size Jane Dan shirt today? Been I pounding the blizzards, huh? It's been lifted. It's tight. Very tight. <laughs> it's really tight. Spe- and it's the sweat stains, too. We can see no, your nipples. Look at those. Anytime we can see your nipples, it's a yeah. problem. Nobody wants to see <laughs> that. <laughs> or maybe we do. Great shirt, though. <laughs> it is a terrific shirt. Oh, Dontrell Willis is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Dontrell Don- Willis! <laughs> Dontrell's here? Dontrell Willis, everybody. D- Dontrell! Yeah. Yes! Come on. Come on. Yes! Hi, how you doing? Don't yes. let me hang in. There you go. How are you, my the friend? The D-Train. Come, come, come sit right here, D-Train. <laughs> come uh, put this on here, my friend. There we go. There we go. How Welcome. are you? Welcome. I am great and nervous to be <laughs> Why? Why? in between these two uh, <laughs> uh, charismatic guys, especially this one to my right right here. Yeah, uh, a couple of weirdos, one, but two, we are. One, two, three, four, five, six. You know, I got to hear so that. So I, I want you to break it down. So you're used to playing in stadiums full of people, people, people screaming, people booing, well, I people came over to Florida, so I'm not used yeah. to playing with people. <laughs> I came over to Florida, actually. But yeah, I understand. But then, then you go into a, a studio, like you you do our TV stuff, and it's just like a few it people. Is, it Tell is. us the, the difference between those two dynamics. I'm more nervous uh, rehearsing than I am pitching in the World Series. What? Really? I can honestly, if there's any analogy that I could use, I, 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 when I see that light, it's like... Don't mess it up, right? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, pitching. I kind of knew I was gonna mess it up. Just right. don't mess it up enough. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know that, that, that's the type of ace I was. He's like, just keep him close, train. You know what I mean? You don't have really good stuff, so just keep him close. For oh the yeah, right. No, right. Come on. I used to be oh, in man. meetings like when we would read over Sky. I said, like, I can't do that. <laughs> like, so like, go give that to somebody, Verlander. I'm not that good. Can we give a simple like, you know what I mean? Like a cliff note to what I can do. Like, you know what I mean? I'm over here reading cards on the mound. Like, don't throw it in, and, and of course I throw it in. And get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really love it. I, I really enjoy it and, and get to work with good people that I, I, I've watched on TV and stuff like that. It, it, it's fun and, and to make good TV or try to, you know, from my end, you know, it's just really a, a good challenge and a fun challenge for me. Is it something you always wanted to do? Like as you were playing, did people say to you, you should do this because you have a gregarious personality and you like to be around I can't people? even spell that, but I've heard that a lot. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, you know, I kind of got pushed by uh, um, Aaron Boone and Jerry Harrison, who are great on TV and uh, the golfing buddies of mine. And, by the fifth hole, they're just laughing at me, and you know I'm I'm, I'm drinking uh, <laughs> Kool Aid actually, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, they they kind of pushed me in, and egged me on, and I, I flew out here to follow Jerry, and he's doing a great job over the Dodger Network, and uh, it was just fun, man. And then I came out here, and you know, with uh, jeans on, way to go, train, you know, on an audition. Oh yeah, you know, way to stay hot, you know what I mean? And, 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 uh, so I had to wear like Frank Thomas's suit, you know what I mean? So I'm literally devoured. I little I feel like I the handkerchief in his suit right here. So you know, it was fun, man, and, and I, I'm learning. And, I, and I'm willing to learn and get better, you know what I mean? So I still got to stop nodding like a bobblehead. But I really enjoy it. I really respect it now that I'm behind, you know, in front of the camera. Yeah. And it's hard, man. And I got uh, the utmost respect for everybody that does it. So Frank Thomas, he works with this as well. Did he ever hit one out off you? No, he's too old for that. <laughs> but we faced him. You know, we, we faced him in interleague my rookie year. And I faced, um, I pitched hit against uh, Eliza, thank God, because they had a fleet. Um and I hit a triple, and I, I fist pumped him. And I remember him standing on the dugout, and I was like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't come get me. Like this rookie fist pumping a triple you know, in front of 4,000 people. You know what I mean? It was, like, you know, it was a big spot. It was a pitch hit triple, man. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is, but after that, he still remembers that. But, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame guy and a Hall of Fame presence, and he's a good guy, and I, I love working with him. And you uh, are known as a pitcher who could hit. In fact, Pete Rose, tell us, tell us the Pete Rose story, because this is because Pete started work with us. Right, right. right. Uh, well, I mean, you, I mean, well, from what I heard in the avocado room as he's coming in for his audition, you know, and Pete's holding court as he does to do, you know, I mean, yeah. he has the grit best stories, obviously. And uh, I heard they said, mentioned my name. He's, he done, he's going to do his audition after me. 
And he said, oh, yeah, the, uh, Willis, the lefty. Oh, he can hit. So that tells you my pitching career was not that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing I noticed. It's like, man, I've been to a couple All-Star games. I had to Google myself. It's like, you know, it's like man, dude, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I can hit. And I get that a lot, you know what I mean? And, and, but the one thing about it, the honesty, is I, I wanted to win the game. I wanted to play hard. Um, and it's how I earned my teammates' respect. And, again, once again, I'm, I'm, I, wasn't, I knew in the scouting I wasn't as good as the guy I was facing. So I knew I had to do everything I could to win. So I swing hard. I don't hit well. There's but you're, a difference. But you're selling yourself short. But it's funny because so many pitchers who can hit in college right. and they hit in high school, they play. Obviously, they play both sides. And then eventually they try to kind of just right. send them down one path. It's either right. a pitcher, you're going to be out in the field, you're going to be hitting. But it always amazes me when people are surprised that pitch that pitchers can hit. Yeah, you know? I, it, it's funny because we still even the ones that can hit they still look funky. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. they don't look natural. Right. So it's one of those things where we're we're, we're miss. I, I mean I run up there and I, I I couldn't get my batting glove. I remember I had a rosin on my hand, just rosin actually, <laughs> and I couldn't get my batting glove off and I was in the hole. So you know we're always doing goofy things like that because we're so we're so focused on getting guys out. Yeah. So but it, like I said, man, everybody asked me would I love to hit and play a position. I said no. I said I have the and again I have the utmost respect and really I don't want to get ready to play every day. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's once America. Five is good. It's America. I don't have yeah. to work every day. You it's know like this mean? podcast. Yeah, 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 we yeah, can yeah. only do yeah, it once. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know. So, the thing I always wondered about pitchers in the National League, why not just take more batting practice? Be, and because every pitcher that's ever played the game is usually the best athlete ever in their high school. Right. So they can play any position. Yet when they get to the majors, it looks like they've never held a bat. Well, you can be like someone like Dontrell that pulls oblique and then now you can't pitch or hit. So that's usually what happens. And you're yeah. seeing key injuries to frontline guys. Right. And then now all of a sudden, you know, when it happens to Dontrell, no one cares. You know what I mean? When it happens to Adam Ring right now, you want to write a book about it. So, you know what I mean? That, that, that just goes to show you, like, you know what I mean? It's like, but it, I, I, me personally, in the National League, you have to take pride in that because you're seeing oftentimes that, you know, the pitcher spot comes up and they're trying to move him. Yeah, Bartolo. Eight, nine, yeah. bat him clean up. He's got a hit. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's like kickball. Everybody has to kick once. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it's just one of those things where you have to take pride because, I mean, it, I think I scored 14 times when I won 22 games. Wow. So, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where if you can touch on plate, it's going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Now, I might be gasping for air at, in the sixth <laughs> inning, which that happened a lot. But, yeah. you know, in the end, I just think you need to take a little more pride in, in everything, filling your position and doing everything because that's your job. Um, you live in Arizona, yeah, Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Mm -hmm. And your next door neighbor is? Randy Johnson and Shane Doan. And Shane, Shane Doan. Doan. Oh, this I'm, is crazy. I'm the what a worst neighborhood. athlete on my block. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody that. I'm the worst athlete. Like, they walk by my house and they're like, oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nice little clubhouse you have there. You know what I mean? It, it, no, they're, and they're both great guys. I mean, you know, Shane Doan's been the Coyote captain, you know, for a long time. A great athlete. I mean, the nicest guy. And it's two spectrums because, like, Shane Doan's like, I don't think I've heard, heard him swear. And you got Don Trill in the middle of that. You're swearing from the man cave every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Randy Johnson that's coming in. He's just a quiet guy. He's and actually he's been, a really he's in the good guy. photography now. Yeah, you know what's so funny about it? The first time I saw him, I knew he was moving in, and and, and um, he was on his phone, and he's standing by a tree that he's taller than. <laughs> so I'm turning on. It's a true story. So I'm turning on our cul-de-sac, and I'm looking, and you know, it's just one of those things. You know, he's seven it's foot. It's like in, Randy in, in Johnson sandals. You know what I mean? So it's like the you know, unit. Yeah, his knees were at like the bush, the stem of the bush. And, you know, it's just like, and I almost crashed, and I'm like, who the heck is this tall tree oh that's right like you know what i mean so he, he's a good guy and we i'm blessed to live with great neighbors and stuff like that uh, you know I, I don't get in trouble for pulling people's trash out of there you know, you know so you know being an african-american and also i, I, I feel, feel really safe you know it's a good neighborhood um one thing people always remember about your career is your wind up in your delivery did because your leg would go over your head pretty much did Anyone try to change that because that was everybody like something we've is, never seen. Everybody, and that's why I'm sitting here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why. No, it, it it was one of those things. Like, and you could tell on a suit, I'm like all legs and no torso, so they charge me like double for my pants. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, and, and it's just I'm just built that way, and you know I've always thrown that way. I'm always unorthodox. Oh, excuse me, unorthodox guy. But uh, it's just one of those things where as I started to win, I think my leg went higher and higher. <laughs> 
So when I started to be bad, it went lower and lower. So, you know what I mean? And, and I got old and I just couldn't do it anymore. No, but it was just one of those things where I throw like that naturally, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. and everybody asks me. And it messes me, the hitters up. Until the second and third time yeah. around, and then I don't have anything else. You right. know what I mean? No, right. it's just, you know, uh, pine tar or, you know, jalapeno mix in my nose. <laughs> you know, anything I can to try to, you know, get the guy out. But, you know, I, it's one of those things where I didn't like it at the time, being called D-Train and all that stuff. And now that I'm done, I wish people would recognize me more. So that's why I'm working here. Do you have that copyrighted? And I, no, I, I don't have it copyrighted. I think the Marlins do because they're still selling my stuff. Really? So, yeah, that's I think bastards. they're making a little money off that's me. Right. I'll be going down to South Florida this month to collect my, my, my share. But, no, I, I just always do like that. And I, I enjoy it now. And I appreciate it more just the mark I left on the game because now I see all these kids wearing their hats with the bill all straight. Yeah, and yeah. So it's cool to be. I wish I could leave my mark in the game for being an All of Famer, but you know, hey, I'll take it for the hats. That's pretty and, cool. Yeah, so it's cool. What do you think of that Marlins sculpture that uh, that oh, erupts now he after ask a Marlins home run? Because it's our favorite what thing do you in think? all of sports. Because well, it's so stupid. If you don't know, when <laughs> yeah. the Marlins hit a home run at their stadium, a sculpture with rainbows and dolphins rises out of the outfield. <laughs> Jim, remember we were talking about the Guns N' Roses, a strange video uh, yeah. with dolphins. <laughs> It's like that, yeah. but a sculpture. Come to life. <laughs> is, there, is it not the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Oh, man. Hey, listen, South Florida, you guys know I love you, man. Okay? Don't, don't let these guys, don't let the Ricky Bobby put that evil on me, okay? Don't let. Um, it, it just goes to show you. You know what I mean? It just goes, you know, when I look at it, it, it it's, it's like a dad that, you know, you, you take the car and you wreck it. You know, yeah. it's just, and the dad's just shaking his head. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, and we, we've had bad uniforms. I say we because I don't have a frat. I never went to college, so I, I love the Marlins. And, and it was hard enough with black and teal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. hard enough to black and teal, and we had to win a World Series to make that cool. Right. And now you have orange for all over the, place. the orange yeah. tree. And I don't know what Laura said, and blue for the water, even though sometimes it's green after it rains. It's like, <laughs> it, 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 and, it, you know, it's, it's nothing to to do with baseball and the real product. And South Florida deserves that. You know what I mean? I, I And it's a beautiful stadium. It's just one of those things where, you know, I want to see less of that and more people in the stands because they deserve it down there. They're paying for it. So, you know what I mean? They deserve yeah. to yeah. go out there and get somebody well, that's a good product out there and, and do the task that they need to do. Do you, Is that long-term? Are they? I mean, they've got the stadium now. Are they Are they good long-term? Or is do you, are you worried at some point with this team? I, I mean, they haven't been in the playoffs since I was there. So I was yeah. worried 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be totally honest, I mean, they really haven't made the playoffs since I was there. You're welcome, by the way. But um, <laughs> um, no, but it, 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 you know they haven't been over 500 finishing since 2009. Yeah. So and like I said on live, it's, it, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. When I knew I had to retire, when I knew everybody on the staff was better than me. Right. I remember standing there in <laughs> Milwaukee, and I, I, I'm trying to think who was throwing, and he must have threw. It was three guys. I want to say uh, it was the ju- it was young guys. I, I'm excuse me. I'm sorry, but no. everything they threw was 97. Right. And and then they threw a slider and it, the catcher didn't move. And I swear, I said on that note, and I just took, <laughs> you know, and, and I, my jersey See was from running eight poles, so I was dying <laughs> from running eight poles. And I just looked at him and I was like, all right, that's enough. You know what I mean? I got a heating pad on my neck. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's tough enough for me to take PFPs. I had to change my, <laughs> tried to change my shoes twice and my feet hurt. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm 33, but I feel 83. You right. know what I mean? And yeah. stuff. And I'd rather be in the stands with my daughter's booing you. You yeah. know, and that's why I told everybody, said, don't worry, you come to Arizona. I'm going to be in the ball I'll be there. All five, yeah, boo him, man. Like, we're going we're gonna to be hating. The, hate, the, hate of, the haters' ball is coming to you know, the park. So, But I, I understood that. And they have to look at themselves in the mirror and just how they do business and try to change the tie because it starts from up top. Hmm. Bringing up a, a current Marlin, John Carlos Stanton, yeah. probably the yeah. most feared hitter in baseball right now. My goodness. Is there someone when you played that, that had the same presence at the dishes that he does right now? Because he's scary right now. Yeah. He's like a, a it, robot. Barry Bonds was like that because he didn't see a pitch for a whole weekend. And you threw him one pitch and he hit a home run. Right. And yeah. stand there and watch. Like, I, I don't think anybody would marvel what – I mean, still, people are still pitching to John Carlos. And the one thing about him, excuse me, he's still learning how to hit. Like, if you see him hit home runs, it doesn't even look natural. It just looks like he's just strong and he just hits <laughs> yeah, the ball on yeah. time. You know, and, and the one thing about it, it's a lot to put on a young guy's shoulders like that to carry a team. Everybody's not Miguel. And we had to learn. I mean, he doesn't have anybody with him. Me and Miguel had each other. You know, he didn't want to talk to the media, so put train up there. Right. You know, I'm going off him because I suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't mind being the side dish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I knew we had the best player. He has no one. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And his temperament is, he's just a nice guy. You yeah. know what I mean? He's, California he's, Yeah, kid. he's just a nice yeah. guy. And, you know, me and Miguel, we had some fire in us. You know what yeah. I mean? We, we knew what we wanted from the ball club. And they stayed out of our way. And then after that, you know, after they traded us, great trade. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's been downhill since. And they haven't found that leader to hang their hat on. Every team needs that. Where, what was your favorite uh, market to play in? I love my... Detroit. I just yeah. played like crap. Yeah, I love, you love the but time. you like the organization. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just the, the the town. I'm from Oakland, mm-hmm. so just the inner city feel of it, and they they're passionate about their team. You know, it, it, they've been there since you know you know before prohibition. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, it's <laughs> one of those things like you know, and it come from a small market team where we're new, and they come to Detroit. It was like and me and Miguel both were like, whoa, this is serious. You yeah. know, what I mean, and and, it, and we both struggled in the beginning, and, and he I struggled for the rest of the time. But he you know <laughs> he started, and we bounced off each other. Just how the feel was to come like on a Wednesday for fifty thousand people. It's like, whoa, yeah. you know, when there's traffic, Florida, you know, on dog day, there's 5,000. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And, that's, and I want Dan's more for that day. for Florida, too. You know, so, yeah, yeah right, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Elmer's you know, yeah, Who wants to that. bring your dog to a yeah, yeah. ball park? No in the rain. Stupid. In the rain, so, too. Yeah. So you imagine the smell? You imagine yeah. the smell? Oh, no. Yeah, D-Train oh, in the bottom oh, of the second so, against the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. Peterson, the yeah, marquee matchup on dog day. It's like, yeah. My whole family didn't come. You know what I mean? You guys can come. You can bring the dog We'll meet you at P.F. Chang's. We'll meet you at P.F. Chang's. I beat beat the the, – I shut out the um, Phillies. We didn't have a lot of people. It was a day game. I went to P.F. Chang's with my friends and signed more plates than anybody I've ever seen. And it's it's just weird. So Marlins, South Florida, they want baseball. Is this we're not coming to see you? Right, we're right. not coming. They're in happy press. to see a PF Chang. <laughs> hey, hey that, 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 yeah, let me tell you that's, uh, <laughs> that fried rice. Now, listen. No. So now you have this new stadium. What's the excuse now? Yeah, and and that's you the have, problem. I mean, you have two. I think they have a night. That, do they have two nightclubs? I mean, they have a nightclub in the in the stadium. They've got the Clevelander. They right? had to the move. I, I, I don't quote me, but I heard they had to move the bullpens because the, the, the relievers were looking into the nightclub. <laughs> right, right. And the phone was ringing. Yeah. They're distracted. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I'll get yeah. it in a second. Huh? Uh, uh, a couple of blondes yeah. in there. Great goose. Huh? Yeah. Uh, no, get loose. You know, I just know it because I love them, though. I love you guys, and I, I really am passionate about it. I really yeah. love Great those goose. Guys. No, yeah. get loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. You know what I mean? Like, and you, can, you can put me as young, a young guy in the bullpen at that time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I'd be dancing in a bullpen. No, that's and, trouble. You know, it's, exactly. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, I mean, you have to, in the end, you have to win. That's why St. Louis Cardinals have been successful so long. They're going to continue to be successful because the product isn't baseball and winning. I think now, the you, amazing thing about, sorry, Dan, I was just going to say, I think the amazing thing about St. Louis, it's a tiny city. Like, right. if people don't realize this, there's, it's like five, 600,000 people, and yet they've had the sustained success. They lure free agents because right. they, like you said, I they went eight innings one day, and they, they, they gave me a round of applause. Right. I will never forget that. Real like, baseball I mean, Thanks. like, I, I didn't know to tip my hat or, you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. just, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you, you could wish that for anybody. And I never understood when they told me we're in a small market, but yet our parade when we won, went, we, we paraded in two cities. Right. We paraded in South Florida. We went up a, uh, we went up Miami, paraded in there, went up a canal to Fort Lauderdale, had another parade. So that market can't be that small. We have two parades. So, you know, at the, I was tired. I literally was exhausted from shaking hands. I remember being like, all right, yeah, we won, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it, 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 so for me to say the small market is, is, is an excuse. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I don't like that. I mean, and there's still people wearing Willis jerseys. And I feel bad because I'm like, man, are you still hanging on to my memories. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah, ooh, yeah, <laughs> oh, they just love yeah, you. Yeah, That's yeah, all. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's fun. You mentioned how you couldn't be in the bullpen because it'd be dangerous. <laughs> I'm not going to throw you. I'm not going to make you throw anyone under the bus. No, but, tell me. But after a game, <laughs> did you ever see someone from the bullpen come in? You're like, I think he's had a few. A little oily. Well, I, it, it's why I realized it was me. Oh, it's me. <laughs> you see a guy and you're like, he's had a few of them. He's a little oily. Nah, I mean, listen, man. It was never when I was pitching because you might get in. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like they trained my mess this up. Like, you know what I mean? Trained. I remember one time against the Phillies, we had a late start, and I gave up like four runs the first four batters. And we started the game at like 11 o'clock at night because it was a rain delay. So it was like five people. I'm getting booed by all five people. <laughs> so we're down for nothing. I remember in the bullpen, the guys, they were waving their Gatorade towels like we're not getting up for you and I threw 100 I'm gonna look I threw like 140 150 pitches what? <laughs> it went 8 innings That's though like, I went like the olden days we lost 5 to 4 I remember that but the next day I went out to throw and I remember Jim Tomei 
coming out there and uh, shaking my hand and saying how he was impressed that I stayed in there and battled for my ball club. We almost won, you know what I mean? And he was really – Billy Wagner was there too. And they and to get that respect from yeah, those guys, veteran guys as I'm chewing Advil trying to long cross it, you know what I mean? Like after, right. You know what I mean? Going on every, it, it, that's what you play for. That's what you live for as any athlete is the respect of other athletes. Uh, man, this has been awesome. This we could great. We could do yeah. two, yeah. three hours no. with you. Uh, yeah, I, I got to go to my second job and uh, and see you guys. Hopefully. Yeah, we yeah. got to hang out tonight. Yeah, so Listen, no, it's you. been awesome having thank you, you guys. on, Don Trell. Thank, thank you, you so much. See you on the stage. Thank you. Don Trell Willis, everybody. What a guest. What a guest. Just comes in and destroys it. Crushes it. D-Train. D-Train. What a guy. That was a treat. So many wow. good lines of this Randy Johnson. <laughs> Get loose, Greg Goose. He was, he was standing next to the tree. He was taller than the tree. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, he's going to be well-received by you. Oh, wow. Listeners. He is yeah. going to be welcomed yeah. back with open arms. That was wow. amazing. He came in like he was just fired up like cannon. I, lo- I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. That was amazing. But he's too hard on himself. He was he, an all-star. He was a two-time all-star. Rookie of the year. He's a World Series winner. Series yeah. champion. He has zero, zero to uh, worry about. He is an amazing pitcher, and he uh, and he's selling himself short. Yeah, we get Big to work time. with him. Um, so now we're going to call Taggart. And, uh, they had to move the bullpen because the <laughs> night they were too distracted by the nightclub. Yeah, well, but so like if you've watched highlights or you actually have the MLB package and you watch the Marlins game, like the Clevelander, a famous South Beach bar, like right in South Beach, probably the most famous South Beach bar, they put one in the outfield of this new Marlins park. And so, why not? I mean, it makes sense, but I could understand why the pens would be distracted by that and by that f- crazy sculpture <laughs> <laughs> but it, but i agree with you toolsy like it's so bad that now i like the sculpture oh i love it i requested and whenever the marlins hit a home run i request that's in the highlight because back. it makes sense because it is so it's 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 miami it makes sense it's over the top it's ridiculous but it works somehow. and i just want i just like to to whenever i see it in vision the guy who made the pitch to put it in there and they're like how much how much have you smoked today and why would we do this? Okay, why not? But again, it's just like the estranged video, the Guns N' Roses video, when, when Axel said, I'm going to put dolphins in. That same, probably the same guy. Maybe it was the same director of the video. It was like, listen, dolphins work for me in that estranged video. They're going to work in the outfield here at this part. It's an interesting <laughs> part. It's, it's different. And now it's uh, time it to welcome in our, our good friend, um, Canadian rock legend, uh, Jeremy is Jeremy. Him and on Jim the line? are like having a, a talk here. You know what? You can't, that's the thing. You it get Jim butts. on the phone. It's t- you don't want to hang up. You don't want to interrupt that conversation. Jeremy, we interrupted your guys' conversation. I'm sorry. It was a good one. <laughs> what, what were you guys chatting about? Well, J- Jim likes the podcast. Yeah, so man. Uh, oh, well, uh, Jeremy, we just had uh, the D train Dontrell Willis on, and boy, wait till you hear this. He was phenomenal. Dontrell Willis. Dontrell Willis. <laughs> The D train. Wow, that guy had a, a nightmare of a fastball when he came into the league. He yeah. had a, the, the delivery that you've never seen and will probably never see again. And uh, yeah, he was he was a real and pleasure. And the flat the flat brimmed hat, like he he's right. I mean, he he pioneered that, made that. Everyone's doing that now. I wish yeah, I had he, a fastball. He, uh, I actually met him once. I think uh, with Johnny Damon one night early when he was with Detroit. That sounds like trouble. And uh, just a, a cool guy, man. I was like, yeah, that guy is a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, he's a good dude. So we're talking to uh, Jeremy on a Wednesday, the day that the Mike Babcock oh. news broke yeah. in Toronto. They signed him to a load of money. $50 yeah. million, Eight years? Yeah. So yeah. what is the mood there? How did it all come down? Is the city rejoicing? Are people mad they're spending all this money? What's the mood, Jeremy? Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, $50 million, eight years, 6.25 a year. Uh, it's Apparently there's no outs in the contract. Wow. So it's like, uh, you know, full on. Uh, the, the Everybody's elated. They think it's like we signed McDavid <laughs> and we're going to win the, the cup. It's a guarantee. Uh, they're planning parade. <laughs> oh, that and, doesn't uh, sound to like Toronto honest, at all to overreact to. to I, news myself, like that. as a, as a realist, I understand that like, if there's a chance, and I, I my initial concern was Shanahan. I just didn't see him because I thought Shanahan was like, I want to do everything myself type right. 
you know. Oh, so you're worried and, like he'd want to coach or something? Well, yeah, but I mean, the fact that the, you bring in Babcock, that's what he's known for is kind of like Holland let him do whatever he wants, pretty much. I mean, sure, he had the, the overhead say, but in the big picture, it was, it was let him do what Babcock does because he wins, and you let, let him do that. So um, I think... I was like thinking it was going to be too many cooks having Shanny there, but uh, so I guess that's good, and they're going to work together. But uh, I think that uh, they're going to have to figure something out for players, maybe. Yeah, they if, might need some more players. <laughs> they might. I don't know if he's going to love Kessel, Babcock, yeah, if, and Kessel. If, that doesn't seem like a good. Honestly, mix. like if he thinks that like Fanuf and Kessel, like he can change them, then I am like. Light my hair on fire and call me crazy. I'm done. I'm out. Well, and, I do not believe in that. I want those guys to go. I need a. Wow. I need a re like a real, full on clean slate with nobody but, and new studs. Like we need defense and figure it out. But like nobody that that in that like get rid of him, Kessel, uh, enough. I mean, Google, I just don't know go. Bozak, who's, who's going to take Fanuf. Like, who would take that contract? I, I honestly think other teams could see the potential in definitely Kessel, but Fanuf as well, because the frustration of being the captain there, like if he was a second-line uh, defenseman, he would be great anyway. Oh, yeah. Listen, if he was a second-line, if he was a third or fourth defenseman, no problem. I got no yeah, problem. Like but he's being paid could, like a first defenseman. I mean, yeah, like he's making – Loads of money, Loads. but I could see... He's making him. Mike Babcock money, Tank. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the Leafs are paying guys on the bench that are making more than $5 million a year, so I don't think they could care less about the fact that he just kind of broke the mold and every other coach is going to want to strangle themselves, realizing, like, this guy is, like, you know, going to win the cup this year and going, I'm making $3 million less than this guy? For sure, for sure. But, hey, but as everyone has pointed out, um, you know, with the salary cap now, there's no salary cap on coaches. Hey, yeah. if you want to go get them, throw all the money you want at them. Here, here's the thing I thought of the second that he was hired. Uh, there was a tape floating around. I think we've uh, discussed this on the podcast before. When Mike Babcock was working at TSN in between, I think, in between coaching the Ducks and the Wings. So we had him for a bit. He was yeah. taping a segment with Gene Oretta. Uh, a stat got messed up. There was a stat that got messed up. And Babcock, in the middle of the taping, just stopped and said, are we going to f***ing do this right or what? And I'm like, that's the second he walks into the room, someone suggests something dumb or he sees that the lineup he's got to work with, he's wow. just going to let them know. Yeah. There's yeah, going to be no, there's going to be no, oh, yeah, I guess I can make this work. Are we going to do this right or what? Yeah, no kidding. That's how we feel about this podcast sometimes, Taggart. Wow. <laughs> well, you guys don't have to worry about that. It's class up and down. It is class up and down. Hey, Humor speak- all day. Now, you had a Taggart and Torrance podcast this week. Am I yes. correct? Yes. Yes. We, we had the live one, and we also had a new one. Uh, we had kind of like a 40th episode called the Middle Age episode and talking about middle age and uh, turning 40 and all that stuff. And then uh, we are doing actually the Fred Rock Festival, which is in uh, New Brunswick, in oh. Fredericton. What? With Blue Rodeo and Hey Rosetta and all kinds of monster truck. And and you guys are doing a live pod there, Jeremy? The Stanfields. No, we're just hosting it for Oh, you're just days. hosting it. Sweet. Oh, fantastic. Love it. Yeah, it'll be a fun uh, just a uh, 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 piss up with the Easterners. Okay, Where, but hold you on. Your tickets? Don't you think, Taggart, that you guys should should hit a bar in Fredericton or something, and just rip it up and do a live pod there? Well, we're there like doing the the festival for two full days, bots. So I don't know if we'd have time. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, Jeremy, where do you get tickets to Fred Rock? Fred Rock. Well, I would. Uh, you can check the t- uh, TaggartandTorrens.ca and. Uh, there's a definite, uh, and also I'm sure up in Canada, if you live in New Brunswick or anywhere up here, you can find uh, Fred Rock uh, information, and that is my Canadian version of I don't f-ing know what. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, we appreciate you coming on, and you'll be happy to know David Suzuki finally made it on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Well, fantastic. That's great. Uh, Taggart, we love you, bud. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Love you guys, bud. That's Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Uh, we appreciate uh, you listening to the podcast today. Great to see Patrick is not dead, but yep. still in a mood. Terrific to have him here. He's in a mood, but maybe next week he'll be feeling better about himself and life. I'm worried about him.
Here it comes. Uh, Mike Botticello printing off all these wonderful emails. We didn't get to half That's the emails. That's all I do, just print yeah, stuff. Keep the emails coming. But, yeah. We love to get them. Uh, jandan.com. Uh, you click on the right-hand corner yeah. and you send us an email. We'll try to keep uh, reading as many as we can. Engineer Jim, killer intro. And yes. uh, loved uh, Thank Six you. Degrees this week. And we we love really all good. the praise Thanks. for Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. Like It's easily the most popular segment on the podcast ever. So. I'm so glad you like doing it. David Featherstone wearing, I got to say, Mike, I don't know if you get it. I got a t-shirt. That's my favorite Jay and Dan t-shirt. David's wearing that. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a good one. You can get it at jayanddan.com. And uh, thanks to Dontrell Willis. What a killer guest. Tulsi, are you ripping a fart off there? Uh, (laughs) At (laughs) D-Train. That didn't sound like a no. No, no, I wasn't. Because you're doing this. No, I would never do that. You're like this. No. Would never launch one in a studio. Uh, at D Train MLB, Dontrell, tell him uh, you loved him. At D Train MLB, uh, he's recently joined Twitter. Yeah, he's, he hasn't yeah. been on that long. Uh, send him, he's tell awesome. him you love him, and uh, also um, Fox Sports Live, 11 Eastern, 1 AM Eastern, Fox Sports One. If you're an American listener, give us a try. Uh, we're just hitting our stride on this show. We're figuring it out. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Wow! Bye. So long, my time here is up. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. Jay and Dan.